Thanks for tuning in to Good Vibrations with Kristen. Are you ready to be inspired? Do you want to have a greater connection to the earth, each other, and ultimately yourself? So then join in the conversation with me, Kristen Ace, and me, Green Diva Meg, and our fascinating guests to share the light, the laughter, and the illumination of Good Vibrations. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Good Vibrations with Kristen. I am Kristen. You, you are Kristen. <laughs> and, and I'm Green Diva Meg. Yay. And we are having fun because, you know what? We had a rehearsal We did show. have a rehearsal, <laughs> which, which is really fun because we're both actresses, so we know that rehearsals are important. Yeah. So we are uh, – wait, before we start, yes. we have a super important person to say thank you to, and it is Marty of Smarty Marty rent Yeah, and don't let the name fool you because I did rent one of his cars, and it was a good experience all the way around. Yes. And you never would have known uh, that it was a used, slightly used car. It no, was, he's, his his product is fabulous, and he's got trucks, too. I just, I know I, that's, that's really right. important to me because it's spring, yeah. and I need something to carry my mulch and my flowers and right. my gardening tools in. So there's several locations here in northern New Jersey. Go to goodvibrationswithkristen.com, click on Ding. the link in the upper right side, <laughs> and make sure you mention that Kristen sent you. That's right. Thank you. So today, we are on the sixth chakra. And aren't we? Yes, we are. <laughs> this is your, um, it's called your third eye. Right. It sits in the center of your um, forehead, like a third eye. Yeah. It is, the color associated with this chakra is a deep indigo blue, purpley Al- blue. Almost like what you're wearing, which yes. people can't see, but I'm telling you. Yep, that's that, exactly right. I'm wearing indigo me. blue today. She's wearing indigo blue. <laughs> and I didn't do that on purpose, but I must have been listening yeah. to my... Uh, um, outside energies telling me what to wear today See, to your, support your intuition was turned on, right? And the sixth chakra is a is a big component to your intuition. It's um, opening up to the subtle energies around us and taking in that that information and having um, making decisions and having discernment. Yeah, that's, that. that's an interesting word. You had used that when we were rehearsing. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, I guess it is about intuition. Right. If we use our intuition properly to discern mm-hmm. um, and, and decide what to trust, what not to trust, and certain judgments. Right. If, yeah. you're, if, you're coming, if you come into a situation that is dangerous and you're not picking up those subtle vibrations of danger, um, right. you... Y- you're going to probably be in trouble. So it's important to be to be aware, and that helps us be more aware. But it's also yeah. aware of the good things, yeah. like yeah. turn left here, Kristen, or, ooh, I think I'm going to go into the store and for no reason, and then you run into somebody who you haven't seen for 20 years or right. who right. needs something or who wants to give you a job, which is, for me, oh, always very that. exciting. You know, when someone says, hey, I want to hire you to do your show. I've been thinking about you, and, and I go, yay. Yay! <laughs> Has that happened? Um, it's in the works. Wow! <clears throat> and I'll I'll let my entire audience know when I am performing. That's very exciting. Hopefully, will be soon. <laughs> I do want to remind everybody that, or not remind, but tell everybody that the element associated mm. with the sixth chakra is light, okay. which makes sense yeah. because light is um, a different kind of vibration that you can't. 
You know, you don't see the vibrations of light. You just experience it. Right. That's true. Right. It's either light so, or it's not light right. or whatever. It's you either know. the sun is either shining or it's not. Or yeah. <laughs> right? But you're not going, wow, I see the vibration of light happening. Um, you really don't. Right. So the sixth chakra is also about your inner vision, your imagination. Mm-hmm. It's, it's closely connected to visualization. Right. And <clears throat> clairvoyance. Clairvoyance. Um, Gracie is eating her bone I like know. there is no tomorrow. I know she's all <laughs> excited by our energy. Yeah, she's she's her sixth chakra is spinning. Well, we toned once already. Yeah, We're going to we get did. to do that again. I know. We're excited. Should we do that now? Sure. Let's, right, let's do it. Let's tone the sixth chakra now, and then we'll get on with uh, t- talking more about it. so cool the sixth chakra is now toned yeah you really did a good sustained ooh i love toning the sixth chakra it's easy for me i don't know why but it is it's also what i do when i'm in the car and yeah, there this... are car accidents <clears throat> i i do a sixth chakra tone and what that does is it clears up everybody else's six chakras so that they can instead of Focusing on what's happening right there in front of them, like oh, the you know the traffic's not moving or blah, 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 right, and what's right. happening. They they when they open up your when we open up our sixth chakra, we have forward vision, so we can go, oh, I understand what's happening, even though they may not un- know on a um, basic level. Oh, all of a sudden, I understand what's happening, and I can drive right. my car. Right. It happens um, on an energetic level, and then traffic just starts moving. The people who have been rubbernecking. And watching the accident, yes, yeah, there's an accident, right, right? Stop what they're doing and start moving forward. So um, that's a fabulous little trick that I have. <clears throat> well, and you had told a story which I really want you to tell again. That was so fascinating about, you know, because we got talking about oh yeah when you see accidents and right. your reaction and the different reactions and some of it, you know, having to do with how open our sixth chakra is. Right. So how is this? You know, people look at the accident as how it's affecting them. Right. And you know, where am I? You had said. They go down into their first chakra. Oh, my schedules are getting messed up. So that's your first chakra thought. Right, sort of instinctual, more right. primal. Primal. But wh- if you move yourself up to your sixth chakra and take an overview and see a higher purpose for what's happening and send out love and energy to the person or people who yeah. are in that that car accident, um, I heard a, a beautiful story from Sonia Choquette. Um She's a, an amazing psychic. One of her clients was in a car accident, and she was dying. She left her body, mm. and she went above her car, and she heard all of the voices of the people in, in the traffic jam because of her accident. Oh, I can't believe this. What's wrong? Oh, geez, no, that person's probably driving stupid. Oh, now I'm late. I can't believe it. All kinds right. of negativity. Which and actually she, surprises me, but it's horrifying and well, and it's normal. Every, everybody's it's in their normal. world. Yeah. And she was floating along out of her body, and she saw down the lane a light coming out of one of the cars, a bright white light. So she went to that light, and it was a woman sitting in her car praying, sending out love and prayers of healing and hope for whomever might be in an accident right. in front of her. And right. so 
the woman um, who was above her body went back into her body and, you know, was taken, went with her body to the hospital and she was in a coma. When she came out of her coma, she, she had the license plate number of the woman who was saying prayers for her in her mind. Wow. Because she saw it, right? She was out of her body. Wow. And she tracked her down and went to her and thanked her for the prayers that she was sending out because it helped her save her own life. She got went back into her body. It's unbel- it, it blows my mind. I know. It blows my mind. It's and so I love beautiful. that. And what a great illustration about if you think, if you don't think, mm-hmm. if you think, you don't think, if you don't, <laughs> <laughs> if you don't think that what you're thinking makes a difference because you're sitting in your own you're car mistaken. and you're not talking to anybody. Yeah. You are mistaken. You have no idea. It's very important. And the sixth chakra helps you pick up subtle energies like maybe that woman saying the prayers in her car picked up the subtle energy of the woman leaving her body and saying this person needs my help Mm -hmm. to know that they matter Mm -hmm. and when we are focused when you're out of balance with your sixth chakra you are focused only on the physical world Mm -hmm. your schedule what what has to be done next your list um you take things for face value Mm-hmm. This thing has been presented to me. It is as it is presented, and there's no other. There's no other meaning to like it. The black and white thing. You yeah. Know, people so, that are just like, well, you said, right? <laughs> okay. Or it, you know uh, what I mean? It, yes. And there's a um, in my town. Very rigid in there. Exactly. In in my town, there is a um, a pretty solid faction of homeless people, and um, we see them every day. You know how hard it must be to be homeless in this climate? It's Seriously, be like awful. it was a hard winter. It was. It's got to be really, really challenging. Anyway. Say prayers for those people every yeah. single day. Yeah. There is a specific woman who, um, who actually used to be, I used to be afraid of. Mm-hmm. And she wears a, she almost looks, she dresses herself as a man. but And she wears makeup that kind of looks like dirt yeah and yeah, i've um, seen her honey. yeah and she paints on a black mustache that i hadn't seen which yeah, is that's, interesting that's her her signature uh-huh. um <clears throat> and when i walk all over town and i've walked all over the town since we lived here and i bring the kids with me and i had the kids in the double stroller and this woman was in the toy store that we were in and she was just kind of hovering around my kids and just kind of watching them and i got nervous yeah and um, all of a sudden, one of the shopkeepers came out and said, all right, you know, you, you got to move along. You can move along now. You can't be in here. If you're not going to buy something, you got to be, you got to be gone. And in this incredibly sweet, childlike voice, she said, okay, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to go now. Mm-hmm. And I, I felt like my heart melt. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I needed to understand, to know something about her other than what was being presented and I found out that she's actually from a very wealthy family, and she has um, schizophrenia mm-hmm. and and um, some bipolar and and, and other yeah. chemical imbalances, yeah. and has two children. Mm. And her family occasionally comes to town and gets her off the street, cleans her up, and puts her on meds. And as soon as she is able to free herself from them. She goes off her meds and goes back out into the streets and paints yeah. herself up like a man. And, yeah. and I, you know, learning that story, I was so profoundly touched by that. And I thought, my God, to make a choice uh, or to be 
compelled perhaps to, even. yeah compelled to leave your own children mm-hmm. um and and live on the streets mm-hmm. um i just thought you know what is what is my higher self showing me here and where can i um where can i make a difference in this person's life and so i it became you know i i became friends with her in, in the the way that the best way i can right and talk to her whenever I see her. I buy her um, lunches wherever she is. Um, if she needs money, I give it to her. And um, and I just always, when I pass her and say hello to her and chat with her, you know, send her love. Well, that's a lot because I think people in her position, very mm. often people can't look at them. Right. They can't talk to them. They're afraid. And like, well, you know, I was afraid at right. first. And so what does the, and, and again, it was looking at the, the picture as it was presented. Well, I think your, your senses in general, but your third eye and your sixth chakra was open. And when her voice, mm. when you heard her voice, mm. you heard her. Right. Her and, real self. Yeah. And you went, oh, no, this is someone who's really in need of love and right. who everybody wants to turn away from. Right. And so instead you bravely turn towards her. Well, I don't know if that's Ultimately. brave. It just feels like the right thing to do. It feels like the yeah. Um, yeah. the compassionate thing to do. Well, I, I was saying, and I said this before, but I love the story because it's like I can just see all your chakras lighting up uh, from <laughs> from the initial instinct to protect your children right. from this stranger who is a little smelly and a little strange and that's an instinct right. and that's uh, an coming instinct. from the root chakra and that's there's nothing right. wrong with that no um but that that it the enlightenment like traveled mm. up your chakras to the point where you could hear and and feel that this woman's soul you know needed love right. and compassion and compassion and i think you probably also didn't like the way that man spoke to her even though He's got a right to right. protect it, his business or whatever. Right. Yeah, that made me sad. Yeah. And so then it's, so it's being open. Yeah. Your sixth chakra helps you open up to, um, to the differences that, that are not apparent with your eyes. Right. Oh, I like that. You know, it's the third eye yeah. gives you a different vision than your two physical eyes, mm-hmm. um, which is really important. Um, and we... I don't know. Have we we have talked about discernment, haven't we? Yeah, mentioned it. Yeah. So and, you, and that intuition playing a part, right? In. So and then understanding that this woman wasn't dangerous, right? So um, yeah. If uh, now the other thing is, if your sh- your sixth chakra is in balance, you are optimistic. You find different ways to achieve your dreams. Oh, I you, like that. Yeah, you don't let you don't let the circumstances that have presented themselves to you bring you down you just go well the and i want you to tell the story tell the story of when you were um in corporate america for a little while (laughs) tell that story this is a perfect um because we were talking about masks and how um you know sometimes we're asked to be something we're not or we feel like we're supposed to be because society says you got to get a job you got to dress this way and you got to you know, you gotta. So you have to present yourself to the world in this way, and that is the sixth chakra. I'm just going to interrupt and say, yeah. the sixth chakra governs that aspect of us. Like, the who image. am I really? The image, mm-hmm. but who do I have to present myself out into the world as? So it's our and, projection of that image, or what you think. Yeah. 
what, what is expected from you of the world and who you really are? And I want you to tell the story about being in corporate America. Well, because I've never, I, yeah, I, I, I've, I've had different bouts of it in my life. But the last job I had after the magazine went under and I needed to get a job with my right. family. And I had a friend and, and I had had an agency before. So I know PR and corporate work and marketing. So um, he hired me and warned me. <laughs> and said, it's a sweatshop. And I said, oh, how bad could it be? You know, and right. I went in with this great attitude. I was all like, I'm going to do it. I'm <laughs> going to be a good worker. Yeah. Dun, and dun, dun, they hired me, presumably. Mm. They saw my portfolio. I'm very creative. I did a lot of very creative work in PR that was very successful because I'm creative. Right. <laughs> Did I say that again? I, it's a creative thing, right? That's part of who I am. It right. is who I am. And we were talking about how hard it is to be something else for me and for you. Yes. I've never been good at it. And I'm an actress. I'm a trained actress. But I, in real life, no. You know, I, I just really have a hard time. So anyway, a year and a half, you know, within like six months of trying to be Little Miss Sunshine cheerful and mm -hmm. present this really, this is a great, you right. know, creative thing. And they just squashed it. They just squashed my creativity every day, right. every day, right. every day. And, you know, just remove those adjectives. And I thought, but I thought you wanted creativity. Didn't you hire me Didn't you hire because me? Right. of what I – anyway, and in the end when my boss and, you know, friend came in, closed the door with a box of tissue, and I thought, oh, oh, this is when I'm supposed to act really bummed out because I'm about to get laid off. <laughs> and instead I wanted to, like, jump up and kiss him and Dance. skip and run out the door <laughs> like, ta-da! I'm out, I'm out, I'm yeah. free! Thank you. Right, Thank right. you. Thank right. you. And it's because you can't um, – for me, I've never been great at being anything other than what I am. Yeah. No, and we're, we're both like that. Yeah. And I, I often call myself a lightning bolt, but today I can direct my lightning. I can. Yeah. I'm very good at focusing and directing it, but when I was young, I so totally could not do that. So I was like not just a bolt of lightning. I was like a lightning storm. <laughs> like a ching, bam, bam, bam. Here comes Kristen. Yeah. Take cover. Yeah. <laughs> it's all, all crazy. Uh, um, and for a period of time, I had to also work in the business world because – um, struggling actress, what are you going to do? You can right. either work in a restaurant or at least that's what I thought my choices were. So I w went into the business world because my parents told me that's what I needed to do. I right. needed to have a backup. <clears throat> Except I was never great at it and I could never quite get how we were supposed to dress and do things. <clears throat> so after years and years of, tr of tr and I'm talking years of doing temp work yeah. and, and trying, yeah. I thought I finally figured out the business attire. <laughs> <clears throat> so I'm working in New York City and I, and Jeff is six foot four and I'm five foot three. So, you know, there's a huge difference in yeah, our height. That's a foot <clears throat> and pretty he, much. And he had an old, but still really in great shape, Oxford button down shirt. Right. Which on me is a dress. Right. So I was like, this is great. I'm wearing a button-down shirt, and I'll wear a tie with it. Yeah, why not? And that is business attire. This makes sense. Yes. And then I wear stockings and three-inch um, come-love-me pumps. They come-love-me pumps. Uh, I like that That's thing. a euphemism for what we know. No, but I actually I think that that's what it means. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you're right. So I go to work, and I'm like, you know, I'm actually an amazing worker. I can't dress oh, yeah. the way I'm I supposed to, it. obviously, but I, I'm extremely productive. Right. 
And I'm down on the ground doing some organizing and some filing and all of that. And I hear these women. I can't believe her. How dare she come to work like that? Who does she think she is? I think we need to go to HR. Yeah, let's go to HR. I think somebody needs to get her fired. And I'm thinking, oh my God, that poor girl they're talking about. They hate her. I wonder what she did. You know, la, 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 la. Let's yeah, right. do some more filing. <laughs> yeah. Oblivious. Right. Like my sixth <laughs> chakra wasn't really picking up those vibes right, yeah. <laughs> right then. So I stand up and I look at them and I smile like, hi. And they go, oh. Oh, and you The knew. deer in the headlight. Yeah. And that's when my sixth chakra went, they're talking about you. And yeah. I went, oh, they're talking about me. And I just Ouch. started to cry yeah. mm-hmm. and I ran out of the office and I found a phone because this is way before <laughs> cell phones. <laughs> when they still had pay phones. When they still had pay phones. Yeah. And I called Jeff and I was sobbing and I was like, they were saying things about me, you know, <laughs> like that not being able to breathe talk. Right. And I yep. was like, I don't understand. I'm, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to. And he said, wait, wait, what, honey, what? what are you wearing? (laughs) And I was like, what am I wearing? What is, because, you know, I told them what they said. Yeah. And and I, I didn't intuit that they were angry with what I was wearing. Yeah. I thought that they were angry that I wasn't doing my job right. And I was like, what does that have to do with anything? And he said, just tell me what you're wearing. And I said, I'm wearing a business shirt with a tie. I've got a shirt and tie on, honey. And he goes, okay. And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, well, you just have a shirt and tie on? I'm like, yes, I have a shirt and tie on, <laughs> stockings and high heels. What do you mean? And I'm crying. He goes, honey, <laughs> you have to wear pants. Oh, my God. That is like the best line. <laughs> I was like, I do? <laughs> you were so young and pants. cute. I was very young. Uh. Um, but there's an example of me trying to force myself right. to be something I'm not right. and conform to this idea of what a business woman looks like. Yeah, but you know, as a creative person, that would have been a wardrobe choice for yeah, an actress, working, you know, right? In a fashion firm, maybe, but right, right, exactly. <laughs> not, you know, in a in a law firm, no. Aww. But you know, you, I, I. But again, I'm not great at that. They I just didn't have creative vision. That's all. That's all. But I'm not great at yeah. presenting to the world. Something uh, other than be, what you are. That's right. I just, 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 I've always been the same way. And, I, you know, right. the older I get, the more entertaining it gets because I really, really, you know. I've never really cared. It's but really, yeah, it's, I, I've never been a person to go, oh. And, and again, in those times that I had to do that to make money to pay my rent and try to present myself in a way that was acceptable, I, I'm besides the fact failing miserably at every aspect of it. Um, I was also miserable in my heart. Yeah. Because yeah. I... It was painful for yeah, me. It's the, very those painful. Corporate, mm-hmm. Those bouts of corporate conformity or whatever, conformity, right. um, were very, very excruciating for me. And finally, after this last one, I said to Wayne, like, I'm done. Yeah, I can't do it. I can. I, it's literally crushing my soul. I did. I was very lucky once to be hired by a very forward-thinking um, man who was actually at my around my age at the time. So I was in my mid-20s. And I was hired at a four-star hotel in the three-star restaurant for that hotel. Mm-hmm. And and it was, you know, total she-she place. I'd never worked in any place like that before in my life. And I was, I you know, I was very rough around the edges when I was young. I'm just putting it out there. I was still, even <laughs> in, my mid- <laughs> in my mid-20s. The fairies like that one. 
I was still um, a mass of lightning bolts, not knowing what to do with myself. I was very rough. We hadn't learned energy conservation yet. I well, I hadn't learned how to focus right. it yet. Right, right. directed. You know, directed. Yeah. It was just like. Well, I think many, but by the way, I think many young women, um, myself included, have that issue to some degree or other, where right. they just don't understand that what their energy is doing around them yeah, is you know. very effective. Yeah. So I get hired at this place, and I'm probably the least qualified person in the room. Like everybody else has done fine dining, and I had done some semi-formal, semi-fine dining, afternoon dining with some of my friends who got me hired. Right. They're like, you know, you got to hire Kristen. Anyway, the guy says to me, I'm t- learning how to make a cappuccino, and I'm totally sucking at it. <laughs> and, um, and on top of that, not really having a great attitude because, you know, I was still a little wildly angry back at that time of my life. So I wasn't always like have the best. It was a combination of just volatile Mm -hmm. energy going everywhere. And my boss, Dave, pulled me aside and he went, I hired you and I want you to listen up and get clear. And I was like, ooh, because this guy's my age, first of all. So I was like, why is this? Who the bleep is yeah. this telling me? Yeah, he's yeah, my yeah. age, you know? I don't care if he's running a million-dollar corporation firm. He's my age. And he went, listen to me. I didn't hire you because of your skill set. Because, frankly, you suck. Mm-hmm. You can't do anything near what these other fine dining people can do. What I hired you for was your personality. Oh. I'm going to tell you right now. That was forward thinking. Yeah. He said, I can't buy anyone like you. I can't pay anybody to teach them to be like you. You walk in the room and everybody lights up. The customers adore you. The staff adore you. You bring an energy to this place that I can't create. Somebody's sixth chakra was functioning. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, well, first of all, it's also the first time anyone ever said that to me, Mm. that the way I was in general was important. Valuable. But anybody was clear. He said, Mm -hmm. but Kristen... If you don't get with the program and learn this job, I will fire you. Mm. And that will be a shame for me, and it'll be a shame for you. It's a really interesting tack he took there. Yeah. He said, so, what's it going to be? Are you going to learn what you can learn and be who you are? Or are you just going to throw it out the window? Mm. And I became one of the best waiters there. Because it was like, oh, I get to be who I am. And that's a good thing. Well, the combination of his brilliant motivational skills. Yes. <laughs> he knew they how to were. motivate people. Right, I was also very poor. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I needed to eat. Yeah. yeah. No, and, he, he, he's brilliant. Yeah. And, um, and, and wow. And you rose to the occasion. I did. Oh, and Gracie is rising to the occasion. All right. So that wraps up the sixth chakra. Wow. That was a fun one. It was. Yay. So remember. And Gracie thought so too. Yeah. Gracie loves to chime in when she <laughs> thinks things are important. Uh, remember that it, it this um, six chakra is your key to picking up vibrations outside of yourself, of discernment, of daydreams and dreams, and um, clairvoyance seen into the future, which we can do, my friends. So with that, we will say goodbye and see you next week. Yeah. Kristen, that was really fun. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Right. I can't do it without you, my friend. Bye bye. I love you. We hope that you found this episode of GDK inspiring. 
And to raise your vibration even higher, visit my website at goodvibrationswithkristen.com. And don't forget to like Good Vibrations with Kristen on Facebook. What inspires you? Write us. Let us know so we can share your ideas on the show. And meanwhile, keep listening, keep connecting, and know that you are divinely guided. Oh,